Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, your mom, joined as always by your Dad. Hi. This is a special year-end review podcast. Uh, we're still going to do our regular one on Thursday, but we thought we would go over on New Year's Eve all the things that have happened to the ratio this year. Yes, and you may hear Venkman in the background chomping on a paper towel. Paper towel roll. Paper towel roll. <laughs> Not the whole roll, just the little pl- cardboard tube on the inside. The German word for that would be schmatzen. Schmatzen is the... To eat without closing your mouth. Schmatzen. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that like, doesn't sound like the word for paper towel to No, me. no, it's very onomatopoeia. Schmatz, schmatz, schmatz. <laughs> uh, we also have queso right here. You want to say hi, queso? Yeah. And uh, queso is thing one on the Golden Ratio year in review. <laughs> it seems like forever, but we adopted queso this year. Yeah. Like the end of January of this year. She's been with us since... December 1st of 2017. She snuck to Florida with us last time. Yeah, she just, uh, she came in under the wire, and we figured we were going to keep her when she came in for foster, but we weren't totally sure, and so her adoption became official, and our decision became official in 2018, so, like, that's real important for the ratio Mm -hmm. intro of Queso. Pretty crucial member of the golden ratio for these days. Indeed. <laughs> uh, and of course, sticking in the topic of queso, queso ate the foreign object this year. Uh, it was the 4th of July. Who that... knows when she ate it? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it manifested. <laughs> That's true. She, well, she did eat it this year, right? That's true. She, we, she... Think we, we think we have footage from April. Yeah. She, but she wasn't eating anything except food occasionally before 2018. Uh, she was not playing with toys. So... Yeah, at some point during the first half of the year, she ate the foreign object, and then around the 4th of July is when she started having problems, which it seems like a long time ago, but it was yeah, not even six months ago. stopped eating. That stopped was the eating. thing. She stopped eating. Yep, and it took us like five days to figure out it was a foreign object, and then how long did she not eat for I mean, after it was that? another, after her like surgery, right? It was at least five days, seven days. It was very worrisome. Yeah, I mean, she's in the hospital for... I think five days. Yeah. Right. Because they kept a, a few more days for observation, and they were they she were had a fever. feeding her somehow. I think she was she was sort of barely eating. Yeah. She wasn't eating anything like zero things for a while, and then we could get her to eat like a meatball or a piece of chicken. I think we visited her at the vets. You yeah. and I went to visit her at her sick bed, um, and yeah. tried to give her treats, and she ate a few, like but not many, and she was very selective, and obviously messed up and then they sent her home because they're like well we don't need to take care of her hair try to get her to eat but i want to say it was three or four days at home yeah that you, she wouldn't eat. you went on a trip and then i like pulled out the big guns and got her that's right all hard-boiled I... egg and triscuits and key lime Cheez-its. pie and cheez-its cheez-its, Cheez-its yes. were the thing yeah i spent like four or five days at home trying to get her to eat like every half hour she wouldn't eat anything you tried like, wet food you tried the dry food you I tried bought the everything snacks and the treats yeah, yeah. No, and then, yeah, I go on a work trip, and Jared's like, yeah, well, she ate some Cheez-Its. <laughs> no, I like, Cheez-Its. And I put, like, Cheez-Its in her bowl with a little bit of food. So, yeah, she ate the bowl of food. And then she wasn't, no, she wasn't eating out of the bowl. You had to put it on the floor well, for a yeah, while. Well, yeah, but, I mean, a bowl's <laughs> worth of food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was very tentative, and then it took, that was a big step when she started eating again. Oh, my it was Because for a while, it looked, it looked bleak. Yep. So there we go. We adopted, almost lost, and then got back queso. Um, and it, what it was was a toy, two toys. <laughs> yeah, one really long snaky toy. Yeah, and then some flu from one of the squishables. 
Maybe because she didn't know how to play with the toy, she just ate it. She did for a while just kind of try to swallow everything and <laughs> apparently succeeded with some things. We were, we were really nervous about her after that when she, whenever she'd check, put anything in her mouth. Oh, my God. We had to count all the toys every night. Terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah, so that's the queso thing. Uh, and then uh, Venkman Veitloss also started this year. So we haven't updated Venkman Veitloss as frequently as we were because that was a weekly thing. But So Vink and Hopper are in the Morris Animal Foundation's Golden Retriever Lifetime Study. And uh, last January, we went in for their annual checkup where they do, they collect hair and nail samples and draw tons of blood. Sometimes Vink needs to be doped up for them to get all of it because she jerks around. Uh, it takes a really long time. They kind of collect all this data in samples. And they weighed her when we were in there, and she weighed 78. And I'm like, that can't be right. She, you know, she weighed 65 last year. And the vet's like, she, <coughs> she looks like she weighs 78. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. And I brought her home, and like I did the thing where I got on the scale, and then I picked her up and weighed both of us and then subtracted and I was like oh no and then we got a dog scale my mom had a dog scale from her dog when it was fat and he looks almost like a livestock scale (laughs) yeah it just sits on the floor it's a big fat scale it's like three by five yeah that's right and uh and she UPS'd it to me that you can buy them on Amazon for like a hundred bucks which is pretty good and uh, yeah she weighed 78 and I was like oh no like when she would weigh 61 and we'd go to the orthopedic vet for her physical therapy he'd Mark, what is he, increased body condition, which means fat in dog. <laughs> and when she weighed 61, and now she weighed 78. Uh, it was really bad. And I mean, to, to put it in perspective, right? Queso is about 90, and Vank was about 80. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Vank, you're a meatball. Uh, and, uh, and Maggie also was looking a little chubbed, and she weighed more than Vank. She weighed 84, uh, 82. She's a little taller. Yeah. Maggie should weigh a little more than Vink. Um, and so Jasmine was normal-sized, and that was fine. And Hops probably could lose a few pounds, but whatever. And Queso doesn't want anything to do with the scale. But so he, <laughs> <laughs> she won't get on there. Everybody else is like, ooh, the scale. Oh, this is fun. Stand up there. Queso's like, fuck this. <laughs> it's like, fine, you're fine, Queso. Uh, so we started Vinkman Vate Loss. And for like half the year, that included broccoli in the meals. The broccoli was a real staple. And then I found out the broccoli didn't make much of a difference in terms of how hungry they were. Didn't make it didn't have any detrimental effects but didn't matter but it was a pain in the butt to like cook broccoli so i just stopped including the broccoli um no complaints from Vinkman. no everyone was fine with that and uh so anyway we have done the veins and vink now weighs 61 she lost 18 pounds i guess she weighed 78.8 she really weighed 79 18 pounds maggie has lost 19 pounds she weighs 63 that's amazing and this may have been really good right now because now Vink can go down the stairs by herself without the bunny hop without the yeah. increased pressure on her elbows I mean 18 pounds is a lot of there's dogs that weigh less than that yeah yeah <clears throat> and 18 pounds is like a lot for a human to lose except it's like a third of Vink's body weight like yeah. uh it's pretty amazing so she they both did a great job and Maggie like she's so weird shaped and she's got all this extra skin but she actually looks quite svelte now like you can feel her ribs and it's and it seemed I mean, I, you, did, you didn't, but I kind of forgot about the whole thing. It's sort of when you stop obsessing about it every day, all of a sudden you're, you look back and it's been, oh, my God, it's 18 pounds. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, for a while we weren't tracking every day or every, 
you know, obsessively looking at it. But we put her on the the skinny dog food and. Yeah, she's on. Uh, so everyone in the house actually is now on the prescription diet food. It's expensive, um, but it's just easier for us to have one food for everybody, and we can afford the diet food for everyone. And it doesn't hurt. Everyone could continue losing a few pounds. Let's me give him some snacks sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> our dad sometimes spoils the diet with a whole bunch of snacks. I'm like, God, how do we go through all these snacks? I literally have given like one snack to each dog in the last three days. Me too, every time they come in. Every time they come in the house, he gives them a snack. <laughs> and uh, I think Venka's figured it out. She goes outside, goes to the porch, looks around, comes back in, looks at me for a snack. <laughs> she goes, I'm following the rules. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway... Good job, Vink. I weighed myself at the same time we started the Vinkman weight loss, and I'm one pound lighter. I'm five pounds heavier. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to lose 19 pounds. Uh, I could probably, I'd, I'd be a real svelte runner at 19 pounds less. But, you know, doing half of what Vink did, though I'm not willing to eat the same prescription low-cal uh, food every day, every meal. I'm, no, I'm not restricting your input, your intake either. No, yeah, Vink would not lose weight if uh, I were not giving her small bowls of If we let her eat what she wanted, which would be everything all the time. Yeah, so uh, anyway, good job, Vink and Shmeek. You're both looking real nice and, uh, and hopefully healthy. It shows, because now she can jump up on the bed without a boost. She gets off, off the bed sometimes, but it's much it's m- better. more frequent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Vink ideally probably has five or six pounds to go. I think. I mean, she. you can look at her and she looks pretty good, but she should be svelte given her orthopedic problems. And I wouldn't say she's svelte. It's so no. hard to tell. She hides it all under her floof. Yeah. You should look at her and be like, oh, that's a narrow snake of a dog. And now you go like, oh, she's a little fire plug. <laughs> but it's better than, hey, is that a corgi? <laughs> is that a burrito? <laughs> uh, so that's good. Speaking of schmeeg. Uh, this has been the year of Schmieg health issues, Ugh. but she's still with us, and frankly, I didn't think she was going to make it until we got here. Yeah, so uh, we did, she had a little growth behind her ear, which was not cancerous or anything, but we that it got a little infected because it was itchy, and so we had her have that removed. So if you remember, for part of the year, it was probably August, her head was shaved, like half of her head was shaved, so she had this weird notch out of her nice dome. It looked very frankenstein Yeah, that's all grown back in. Uh, and she had some dental work, just like basically cleaning, and there was one fractured tooth that they checked out. Um, and then, like a month after that, she started limping, and then we were trying, we were going to meet up with a couple people, and we were walking to the park, which is, I mean, like half a block from our house. We got like three houses down, and she just sat down, which was the second time this has happened. Your dad had to carry her home, and uh, and that started us like trying to figure out what was going on. And we found out she has this aortic thromboembolism, which is the blood clot. And uh, so now she's on all these medicines, and we're getting it checked out. But the interesting thing about these clots is that if you have blood vessels like that blocked, your body immediately starts growing new blood vessels to go around the blockage. And... So now she can do way more than, you know, I don't know, more than ever, but more than before, you know, when we found out that she had the clot. I've taken her for walks, like, before we came to Florida. I was like, gosh, she seems to do better. So I take just her for a very slow walk. 
And we made it all the way down the block and back, which we absolutely couldn't do before. We couldn't make it two houses. I remember the Maggie wagon and the Schmeagle Weagle. <laughs> yeah, the Maggie Waggy uh, is not necessary if we just do short walk. If we want to take her longer, I think she'd still need it. But she's doing great. Um, the clot does not seem to be going away yet. So she's on Zarelto, uh, 800 bucks for a supply of Zarelto. So even with the internet pharmacy, it is still really expensive because you can't have drug insurance for dogs. Um, so I think the pet insurance did cover part of the cost of that eventually. Um, but yeah, so she's on Zarelto and Plavix, which are blood thinners. And uh, we did an ultrasound a couple weeks after she started that, and there didn't seem to be much difference. Normally, we'd be doing one about now or next week, but we're here in Florida, and we've I talked. We have a great internist who's working with her. And I talked to her for about half an hour, and we decided we're just going to keep an eye on things. And you know, if anything goes wrong, we're going to figure out a way to get her tested down here. But uh, if she's doing okay, we're going to get her checked out when we're back in, uh, in D.C. But symptom-wise, she's doing great. You would never know anything's wrong with her. She has no pain. She's happy. She runs around. She Up and down the stairs. Up and down the stairs, no problem. Like, you would never know anything was wrong. So... Uh, it's great. And I'd, I'd just like to add a little screw you to that random dude on the internet who told me I was cruel for not putting her down when I got the Ma- in response to the Maggie Wagon video. Uh, he obviously didn't know what he was talking about, but the fact that, like, just being patient also eliminates all of the problems that she was having. Huh. So that interesting guy. that it was a man. Yeah, right? And, and I was like, she's doing fine. Like, it's only on walks. And he says, well, actually... <laughs> did he really? <laughs> I don't think he did. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's the Maggie situation. And then we got some foster dogs this year. Yeah. You want to talk about the sizzly one? Sizzles. She's, oh, she was adorable. Gio Dad is still sad that we didn't keep Sizzle. He keeps Sizzle going, well, may we not have been called Sizzle, but we adopted her cause of the, partly because of the name Sizzle and the sweet face. Yeah, there were three, I know we talked about this before on the podcast, but there were three dogs that we rescued from uh, from the breeder that Sizzle came from, and they all... Hoarding breeder situation, right? Hoarding breeder, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and they all had names, and we think the vet that took them in, like, directly out of the breeder, who, like, fixed them and pulled all of her teeth just kind of randomly gave a name to each dog. Not that they knew their names at all. Right. Uh, yeah, but they were absolutely not socialized, right? This is the, the breeder hoarding means they had, like, they were just in boxes. Crated. I mean, they were socialized with the other dogs on the Yeah, but it was farm. It sounds like an anarchic pack oh, yeah. of dogs whose sole job was to make puppies and, and no humans really dealt with them. That's right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they'd see humans around, but they were not house dogs. Didn't know their names. They were not pets. So, so we thought she was seven because that's what Sizzle was. But after, you know, a few weeks with her, we think she was actually younger. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, all the dogs were reported the same age, but it's totally possible that the owner didn't know how old they, they were. All, strangely, they all had the same birth date, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, so she, uh, the one that we were supposed to get, the blonde dog, is still being fostered. She's doing better, but she was really nervous, wouldn't talk to people, wouldn't come to people. I mean, kind of like Kesa when we got her. So she's doing a lot better, but she's she hasn't been ready to be adopted yet, even though it's been a few months. I mean, that was November that we got her. 
So uh, Sizzle was such a sweetheart. She's like sort of portable, a little bit smaller than Bank. Old, but super spry, and she was very interested in everything. And she just had, you know, twenty nine teeth pulled, so she only had the front teeth and the, the back teeth. Vampire teeth. I love her vampire, vampire teeth. teeth. And she, <laughs> but she could just see her becoming, going through this delayed puppyhood. It was really cute. Oh my gosh! And she is so happy now at the Nelson household. Uh, it's really nice. They're so nice. They send us videos all the time. It's so nice. It she and Zoe out. are playing all the time. It couldn't be a better foster situation because she's a lovely dog. And she's in dog heaven now. Oh my gosh! She but just while alive, <laughs> not yes. that kind of dog. Heaven. Everything's fine. She's just having the best little dog life. Yeah, it's so good. And like, frankly, we loved her. And yep. SGR Dad points out every other day. You know, if it hadn't <laughs> been them, we would have kept her, and it would have been fine. But I gotta say, I like, fine. it's it great. Been for a lot her. of work. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for her to be one of two dogs instead of one of six. And it's good for ours to not have the love and attention split yet one more way. There was some some je- jealousy, some in- inserting themselves between Sizzle and us. Yeah. And just a lack, everyone was feeling a little lack of yeah. of what they needed. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the Muto. Yeah. Gozer. Rose, Gozer. Yeah. Gozer. Uh, just for a week. So that was almost more like a dog sitting situation. And that was abbreviated because we had to go to Florida and weren't going to have time to go through the full adoption process beforehand. Yeah, and uh, I'm glad we didn't bring her down here. Yep. It would she, have been real she was, a, been, she was an escaper. Um, she bolted out the door. And so we, given our fenceless situation here, we have this pretty fragile ri- chicken wire here. She would have been over that thing in, in a second or three. Yeah, or like Hobbs and Jasmine have figured out they could just go into the water and then walk along the water past our fence outside the fence and then come back out of the water and then they're on the outside of the fence yeah and they're fine we, we go god damn get back over here and they're like okay <laughs> and gozer would have been like no fun game i'm outside the fence oh, now and she was fast and would yeah have just bolted. gallopy right. yeah so uh so yeah she uh is still with her foster home as far as i know and she's gonna be real easy to adopt out and it's gonna be great yeah she was cute and friendly and puppy Yep, and I guess the last thing of 2018 is that we bought this house. Yep. So uh, when we bought it, I was like, maybe we'll need a pool for Hops. A pool, uh, Hops loves the ocean, and so that's better. Not the rock. She does not like the rock. There, and I mean, there's not like we're looking right now. We can see the rock. We're on the porch. There are several other rocks that are also visible, but that one rock pisses Hops off. <laughs> like it'll be comes out at at lower tide, right? Even at high tide, you can see just the fuzzy top of it. It's got, like, some seagrass growing on it. And Hobbs will be like, I need to go outside. The rock is out there. I think I need to let her out. All right. Say that. All right, so uh, we're back. Hobbs was mirfing, and she's been having some diarrhea issues. And so when she makes the mirf sound, it usually means, oh, it's time. So G.R. Dad just now was like, I better take her out. And uh, tell me what happened, G.R. Dad. <laughs> so she goes downstairs and runs to the porch and looks at the side of the water, looks at her rock. Yeah. She so. clearly is here, either heard her name or us talking about rock. And uh, so Crap, I better go check on that rock. Better go check on that damn rock, which is still taunting me. It taunts me. Someone was like, I just moved the rock. And it's like, the rock's part of the ground, people. Like, it's, it's like connected. moving Mount Everest. It's, it's, it's attached. It's attached. It's part of the earth. Yeah. We can't move it. We, we call it a rock. Okay, we should call it an outcropping. A pointy piece <laughs> of small. corally lump. It's the seabed. Yeah. Uh, so the rock shall remain there. 
Hobbs does occasionally get brave enough to walk all the way up to it, which she completely could do with no problem. She could just walk right up to it, yeah. but she won't. She like oh, hedges, sticks her neck out, but when she does get up there, she bites it. She's like, <laughs> I'm going to eat it. So it's far, a- unsuccessful in yeah. <laughs> making it smaller. So, uh, anyway, the Keys house has been a real success. There's a lot of nonsense going on here. Yep, but... The only only regret or the only downside right now is the elevator is broken. The, the dog elevator, which was a source of much amusement and utility while it worked uh, about a weekend, decided to not work anymore. Fortunately, it's just a switch, and uh, in a very Keysian way, the elevator guy who lives, like, in Palm Beach, right, like a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive from here, he's like, yeah, you know, we'll order the part. It's an easy part to fix. It's like, but, you know, I'm taking next week off. So it'll be after the new year. Yeah. You know, we'll get it in. Then they usually only come to the Keys once a week. Thursdays. Everything happens on pretty Thursday. Pretty much Thursday. Yeah. My mom's ordered us a Christmas present, which has not come yet, so I don't know what it is. Uh, and she's like, I don't know why it's taking so long to get delivered, and it's because they only deliver to the Keys on, like, one whatever the one day a week is. Thursdays, actually. It's yeah. supposed to come on Thursday. Um, so the elevator's been broken for a long time because he took a week off, and then it has to be the next week <laughs> so uh there were some amusing times when people got stuck on the elevator with and without dogs yeah i mean the day we got here i was on the elevator and i was like and go <laughs> i'm stuck on the elevator I like, oh i can see your calves yeah <laughs> that's nice oh there's jasmine and there's i think queso was on there too yeah so he got us out now the elevator it's interesting like the power had been off and then it turned itself on and then I tried to move it, and it came halfway up and stopped. There's a boat coming past, so... Much excitement. Alert for the boat. Boat alert. Uh, but yeah, the elevator came halfway up and then stopped, and now it's stuck there. Yep. Halfway up, so elevator guy got some work. I mean, some would say halfway down. Well, it was down. Or and halfway I raised up. It up. I'm just making a glass half-full joke, Jen. <laughs> I'm just saying. It was coming from down to up. But it can't go down either. So scientist. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, you knew what you were getting into. I think we can emergency down it, but there's not much point. How do you emergency down it? There's like a little handle on the outside, which doesn't help you if you're in the inside. I'll show you. Okay. Anyway, uh, the elevator should be up and working hopefully next week. So Uh, we can stop carrying Jasmine up and down the stairs, which is the one thing that we have to do now. She's gotten pretty good at it. She's very Venk-like now where she kind of hangs in the arms and looks around. Yes, she doesn't squirm anymore because she knows she's like can't get up there myself she won't let me do the like put my like hook my legs under her rear legs and kind of help push her like give her a boost uh yeah like queso lets me do that and it makes it easier for her on the stairs. when i try that queso accelerates and i feel bad oh. <laughs> and she's going up the stairs and it's real hard and it probably hurts her leg to you know the acl thing hurts her and Hops, then i try to then i try to accelerate Hops. what's this Hops? Uh, typical hopper sounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, she does go faster when you boost her. I feel bad for making her rush. Yeah. All right, well, Hop says this bonus podcast has gone on too long. So, uh, so annoying, Happy Hops. New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. I hope you have a good, healthy, mostly healthy New Year. That's the most important thing. It but is also indeed. prosperous. Why not be uh, prosperous and healthy? Find a bunch of money and like have great health and achieve all your dreams. Yes. Awesome. Bye. Bye.